Morning, everyone. Good morning. Morning. Who's got a John Wayne impersonation? <laughs> Sorry, you got a John Wayne impersonation for me, sir? Buck up, Pilgrim. <laughs> This is Bike Shorts, a limited edition podcast from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer, and I'm pedaling my way across Iowa from river to river on two wheels. All this week, we're bringing you the sounds and excitement of Ragbri without the sweat and sore muscles as we experience the ride through the eyes of the members of NPR's No Pie Refuse team and riders from across the state, the nation, and the globe. Let's go! July 23rd, it's Tuesday. This is the third day of RAGBRAI 47 here in 2019. Uh, waking up in Winterset, 10,000 riders um, overnighted in Winterset, Iowa, and are packing up tents, um, enjoying their morning coffee in the neighborhoods of Winterset, Iowa, and various other campgrounds in the town. Uh, we'll set out from Winterset, uh, we'll travel through Cumming and uh, Norwalk, that's our meeting town, sort of the, the lunch town, if you will, and end up in Indianola. So it's a short ride of about 40 miles. Let's get going. About 13 miles outside of Winterset, it's 8.55 in the morning, and this is the first beer garden stop. Of course, beer garden's a huge part of Ragbri, very popular. Here's a, just a minute. This is, this seems to be the owner of the, yes, hi, sir. my name is Ben Kiefer from Iowa Public Radio. How are you doing, sir? Oh, just fine. Yeah, is this your land? Yeah, I've got us got a front row seat for the Ragbri. Yeah, what's your name, please? Don Grubel. Don? Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, you've got, I'm, I'm, how many? How many do you think are on your land right now drinking beer? Oh, over a thousand, I'd say. Yeah. And I can't believe how big the beer line is. Yeah, and I don't think we have nine o'clock yet, do we? No. <laughs> I don't believe so. Sorry, and and you are part of the family. Daughter. You're the daughter. What's your name, please? Ashley. Ashley. Very good. So, uh, what do you think of this, Ashley? Interesting. Just like it was in 93. You had them here. They stopped here in 93? Yes. So this is a nice little business deal for, for you on the side for one day. Yeah, yeah. It's a good good, good deal. Yeah. So uh, you, uh, you're holding a beer. In your deal, did you bargain for free beer? No, they offered it, so I didn't have to do any bargaining. They just give it to me <laughs> and food and, and some money. All right. Well, you deserve it. You've got a lot of people on your land this morning. Thanks for talking to us. Okay. You're welcome. It's remarkable. Uh, you really do have uh, about a, a thousand people uh, lined up this morning at the beer stop, um, 13 miles outside of Winterset. A beer breakfast. A beer breakfast, I guess you could say. have to say, they're craft beers from all over Iowa. I'm going to go over to the uh, 
the menu here just give you a read through. Every beer stop changes uh, their kegs, but um, you have to find the beer menu. I'm working my way up to the front of the line. So here's the beer list for today. Back Pocket Brewery, Coralville, Juicy Not Hazy, Tipsy in Tijuana, Big Grove, uh, Tailwind Golden Ale, that's the official beer of uh, Ragbri 47, uh, No Coast, a New England uh, IPA. Uh, go ahead, sir. Standing with the beer menu, what do you think you'll have, sir? Uh, Big Grove. Big Grove, not a bad choice, for sure. What a scene. Thousands, I'd say a couple thousand here on this farmland this morning. You're listening to Bike Shorts, a limited podcast series from Iowa Public Radio. We saw a little sign by the roadside, bison tours, so we took the man up on his offer. We're going to take a bison tour. We pedaled up a gravel road a little bit. Now we're in the back of a pickup truck going to a bison farm somewhere here in Iowa outside of Winterset. We're just pulling up. We got, uh, what, seven guys in the back of this pickup truck? All right. And an unknown number inside. And an unknown (laughs) number inside. Let's see what's going on with these bison. It's a clown car. Anybody ride? Sure. Yeah, you're Johnny. Yeah. What's your name? Full name, Johnny. Johnny Kennel. Johnny Kennel. Uh, and uh, you're our tour leader, and you're one of the partners here. This new yes. bear bison, right? That's right. Okay. So what are we hopping in here? This is a side by side ATV. So we're gonna go out and tour some bison. Okay. See uh, some big bulls and. And you're two years old, is all. Uh, three-ish. We've had the ground for about four or five years, and we started bringing bison in. And Okay. Uh, I'm going to hop into your vehicle. Mind if I sit right next to you? You bet. Hop okay. in. So we're in sort of an all-terrain vehicle, and we're driving. T- tell us where we're going, Jimmy. So we're going out to see uh, some big bulls here. This is a 100% DNA herd we have here, um, and these are bison. Bison are from North America. Buffalo are Cape Buffalo from Africa and Water Buffalo from Asia. So these are bison. And this is Billy right here. This is a big bull. I'll pull over here and I'll throw some, some alfalfa treats out to him and hopefully he comes up. Okay, this is Billy. We're stopping here next to a, a large pasture fenced in here. Billy is looking at us over here. He's at a watering hole right now. And, and uh, oh, so... Okay, so Johnny, you just did what? Threw some uh, alfalfa treats out to him, and they'll come up close. Billy, it sounds like you're talking about him as if he's a prize bull. Yeah, he's our mascot. And that's his laying over there in that white pile there. That's uh, his younger brother, Blackjack. Billy almost ate my microphone there. <laughs> I'm, thank you for not doing that, Billy. I need this for the rest of the ragbri. You have you have other bulls in other pastures. Yeah. We'll go over here and we'll see some uh, big bulls. Billy here is about, uh, I would say, 1,900, 2,000 pounds. We'll go see a couple 2,500 pound, 2,600 pound bulls. An unusual diversion, but oh, so interesting here. We're at Bear Bison. It's a brand new bison farm, two to three years old here in South Central Iowa. I'm with Johnny Kennel, one of the five partners of this bison farm, and we're 
just stopping this uh, all-terrain vehicle. We're going to get out here. We see uh, some of the herd of about 250 bison off in the distance. Johnny's got a big feed bag of large pellets here. Alpha, alpha pellets. This uh -huh. is their candy. So when they hear oh, that so bag, they'll come up to us. So they're about 50 yards away from us. They're going to know we're here? Yep. Here they come. Will they take the pellets out of your hand? Is that yep. not a good idea? No, no, they will. Here you go. Yeah, you like that, don't you? Nose right inches away from this cow's huge head. And this is, I'm trying to think of something that is about the size of the a, a bison head. I don't know what, you come up with anything? <laughs> they're, they're enormous. It's, a, it's the size of a square bale, basically. So how how much do these uh, uh, these cows weigh? Well, they're anywhere from 1,200, 13, 1,400 pounds. The big bulls out there, they're about 2,500 pounds. Beautiful creatures. Okay, here's someone come up right next to me. That is an enormous set of nostrils you got there, little lady. Uh, I hear your passion and your love for these animals. How did that start, Johnny? Well, I just grew up with uh, around livestock, and um, about five years ago, and uh, Scott, one of the other partners, we were sitting down talking like it'd be nice to to get a few of them. Let's start with ten to twenty, and um, over a year and a half, it turned into two hundred, and now we're up to three hundred and fifty. Mm -hmm. And uh, the products you make uh, here selling well. Yeah, we uh, the bison sticks um, and bison bars that we make, uh, they're doing they're doing awesome. We just uh, debuted those uh, a couple months ago and just promote bison, healthy eating. Johnny Kennel, one of uh, the partners here at Bear Bison. How do you describe where we are in in relation to Iowa, South Central Iowa? Where do you say other yeah. than that? Uh, south Central. We're we're 15 minutes south of West Des Moines, so it's not too far from Des Moines. Well, with that, we're heading back to the, the main structure, the, the office, the store, and the event venue that is under one structure here. Uh, Johnny's driving this side-by-side all-terrain vehicle, heading back uh, to the entrance of this farm. Johnny Kennel, I want to thank you for this tour. That's, it's been amazing. Good luck, good luck with your venture here. and. Uh, Good luck with your business and with your other partners. Yeah, thanks for coming out. I appreciate it. One last question. How long do you think it will be before Americans stop confusing bison with buffalo? I hope soon. Uh, it's going to take a few years and um, a few more tours and education, but we'll eventually get there. Thanks, Johnny. Thank you. Okay, a little ways down the road. Uh, Howell's Flora, sir. Oh, we're off the road. We came down a gravel road on our bike here. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Ben Kiefer of Iowa Public Radio. This is a Bike Shorts. Bike Shorts is the name of the podcast. What's Very your good. name? I'm Kirk Callison. Very good. I've never been to Howell's Farm. I don't know the well, first welcome. thing about it. Well, this is a uh, number one. We're a uh, Howell's Floral. 
Uh, we uh, plant 20, uh, 23,000 flowers for flo uh, dried floral arrangements. We've got 2,000 mums planted for the fall season. In the fall, uh, from September to October, we do uh, the corn maze, the pumpkin patch, and we have a full cafeteria. We have goat cuddling. Uh, right now we're still doing goat yoga. And uh, <laughs> we're open year round. And okay, okay. How popular is the goat cuddling? Very popular. And goats like to cuddle? Yes, they do. Uh, we uh, they like to nuzzle. Yes, we uh, nuzzle and cuddle. Yeah, nuzzle and cuddle. We bottle feed them so that uh, during the goat yoga, they will jump up on your back and they will snuggle with you. And uh, we have uh, not only uh, goat baby uh, bottle feeding, but goat yoga. Okay, but I'm the the, the cuddling, the nuzzling, and the yoga. These are still going to smell like goats. Yes, they do what goats do. <laughs> we have little cleaning stations on both ends of the uh, yogas so that you can clean up what the little goats do. But it's worth it. <laughs> All right. You've got a... Pumpkin cannon. You've got... Is this... Okay, it's called a... Okay, your farm is called Howells, and this is called a... Howellitzer. Howellitzer. Yes, Okay, sir. I can do that. Howellitzer. Yes, sir. This actually shoots pumpkins? In the fall when we have pumpkins out here, we'll shoot a 10-pound pumpkin about uh, half to three-quarters of a mile. No. Yes, sir. And what is what happens? Does the pumpkin come out whole and then, of course, when it yes, hits? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, we uh, shoot about half to three-quarters of a mile, and uh, 90, we're figuring it out. We're still working on it, uh, making it more efficient. But 99% uh, uh, of the pumpkins come out uh, whole. Every once in a while you get a soft pumpkin, and then you get a kind of a nice splatter effect. You have targets? No targets yet. We've talked to other people, and they say that a school bus will last about two or three days, but a minivan we can destroy in one day. Because you got to think, you got a 10-pound uh, projectile going 150 miles an hour plus. Joe, let's load one up here and show him what it, uh, what it does. Okay, you've got a what? What, what have we got? We've, we've got, got a, a cantaloupe. We've got a cantaloupe. Because here. Uh, we don't have uh, pumpkins right now, we went and purchased cantaloupes uh, for Ragbri. Okay, so this is the Howellitzer. It's a large gun. And uh, what's your name, sir? Joe Barron. Joe, you're manning the Howellitzer, and uh, you open up the, the... The breach. We we open up the breach. Just the door on a hinge and shove the melon in. Okay, melon's going, melon's going in. Then we put in a bucket behind it for a wadding. We put in this, this cage here to hold everything in place. And okay. shut the door. How loud is this going to be? Not very loud. It's a good, good rush of air. Raise it up to 45. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Come up, give me the barrel, the cantaloupe, and the wad. Keep your eye on the cantaloupe. The bucket will fall short. Now let's everybody help him out here. Five, four, three, two, one, fire! That's outstanding. That's a half a mile or under. We're trying to keep it under a half a mile today so that we uh, don't drop into the soybean field or the corn field. All right. There we go. That was a good shot right there. Kurt, you've delighted many, many people. Glad you guys came out today. <laughs> Who's my next shooter? Make your mom proud. Be the first one.
Okay, the music you hear is coming from, believe it or not, Iowa State patrol cars. There are four of them parked here. We are on a slight incline. Uh, the road that we're on, that we're on, I don't know which road it is. All the bicyclists now ramping up, crossing I-35. So we have reached what you could call the middle of the state. It's Bike Shorts from Iowa Public Radio. Wow, so many experiences and we're not even halfway through Ragbri 47. Okay, here we're coming. Of course, our road that's now bisecting 35, going over the top of 35, clear of traffic. That's what Ragbri riders get is, you know, all the road to themselves without cars. Let's just stop here and have a look over the side. I-35, north and south. Let's move on. Wow. A great little milestone for today. On into the eastern part of the state, central and eastern part of the state. Crossing I-35 at 10.30 on Tuesday, July 23rd. I'm Ben Kiefer, and this is Bike Shorts from Iowa Public Radio. You're exactly right. Okay, we're about five to seven miles outside of our overnight host uh, in Indianola off um, off our road here uh, a beer garden uh, of course several beer gardens per day on Ragbri but uh, what attracted my attention here is uh, it says Med Farm Iowa medical cannabis hi there ben, I'm Ben Kiefer of Iowa Public Radio do you listen I think I've spoken to you before we have what's your yes. name it's Lucas Nelson Yes, I remember your name, yes. Lucas. How are you doing? Great. How so are you? I'm great. You have a, a neon green uh, T-shirt that says, <laughs> "Ask me about medical cannabis in Iowa." Yes, I'm doing it. So medical cannabis is brand new to this state. We just opened dispensaries in Iowa in December. We've got 12 conditions you can be certified for right now, and we're out here on Ragbride trying to teach more people about how to get into the program, how it works, what products are available, and hopefully bringing some of this relief to people. Mm -hmm. Remind us of the cannabis laws, medical cannabis laws at the moment in Iowa. Where are we? Yes, so Iowa is a bit of a limited program still. Um, you do have to have a medical card to get in the program. Like I mentioned, there's only 12 conditions. We do still have some restrictions. We've got a restriction on the percentage of THC that can be in any of the products. Um, no smoking, no edibles, those sort of things. So it's really, really medically focused and starting out small, but, but hopefully here going to grow soon. So what are the chief conditions uh, you, you think medical cannabis helps or are proven, scientifically proven? Yeah, the, the scientific evidence is pretty clear that, especially for pain, uh, cannabis can be an, a really a nice pain reliever. It can help deal with a lot of the symptoms of some of those pain conditions. Any kind of pain? Any kind of pain, really, yes. Think everything from cancer to, uh, you know, to arthritis to uh, maybe a traumatic uh, accident. Any of those sorts of things. Exactly. Traumatic brain injury, said the man here. Yes. Right. So do you have people who have used medical cannabis showing up at this booth? 
I think we have, yes. We've got people from all over the country who have said, wow, it's great to see you all out here. It's great to be a part of this, that we're happy that we're here and that Iowa is advancing. Um, and then we've had a ton of people here who didn't even know this existed. So again, why it's so important that we're out here educating, teaching people about this program, because it really can bring a ton of benefit. Right, Lucas, you're seeing a lot of people every day here on RAGBRAI. What, what are the main questions people have? Most people are still surprised that this even exists in this state, um, but after that, it's what sort of products are available and how do I get into the program? Um, you know, you do have to go through the card process, go to your doctor, get your condition certified. So teaching them about those little things, I think, has really helped. Okay, this is RAGBRAI 47 in 2019. Uh, Lucas, where are we in five years? RAGBRAI 50, RAGBRAI 60. What is Iowa in terms of medical cannabis or cannabis in uh, or, or cannabis at all. Yes, it should be greatly expanded at that point. Hopefully you're seeing a MedFarm team run down this, uh, this entire trail. Um, I think by then people will really start to understand how beneficial this can be, how it's not as destructive as people have made it out to be, and uh, we'll have one of the country's best programs. Okay, you're right next to a beer tent. Coincidence? No, it just happened to be a, a place where a lot of people stopped. And have a little bit of painkiller for their muscles. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Lucas Nelson of MedFarm Iowa Medical Cannabis. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you. Appreciate it. Go RAGBRAI. <laughs> well, it's almost 4.30 on this Tuesday, July 23rd. We've arrived in Indianola, found our host residence, which happens to be a, a name familiar to Iowa Public Radio, radio listeners, Politics Day. Kedron Bardwell of Simpson College of their political science department and his wife Rachel. They have a couple kids and they have a big sign on their house here near the Simpson College campus. Welcome kick butts. Our team uh, inspired by the American Cancer Society Cancer Prevention. Let's see if we can find Kedron. Thank you for hosting us, Kedron no Bardwell. Problem. I meet you in the flesh. Very good. No problem. Yeah, okay, very good. Hospitality, not just political expertise, but hospitality today. This is today. Indianola Hospitality. Yeah. All right. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for hosting us. No problem. And we'll leave it there for this episode of Bike Shorts from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer in Indianola uh, at Kedron and Rachel Bardwell's home. Uh, we'll be overnighting here in our tents in their backyard. Get up, do it all over again. Take down the tents, hop on the bikes, and head to Centerville tomorrow, our next des destination. Today, 44, almost 45 miles uh, we clocked. Tomorrow, about twice as much to get to Centerville. We hope you'll join us for another episode of Bike Shorts. Bike Shorts, a limited podcast series from Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer. I hope you'll come along next time. Bike Shorts is produced by Rick Brewer, Caitlin Harrop, and Shirley Wong. Our executive producer is Catherine Perkins. Special thanks to Lindsay Moon, Clay Masters, Madeline King, and NPR's team No Pie Refused. Also, Team Groucho, as well as all of our host families along the route. Bike Shorts is a production of Iowa Public Radio. I'm Ben Kiefer. Thanks for coming along for the ride, and we'll see you tomorrow 